0: Hello my friend Sierra. I'm so excited to share your story. We've had you've had so many evolutions of who you are and where you're going and I've had the pleasure of getting to witness so many of those transformations. So I'm just so excited to share your story. So welcome to the Positively Real podcast my friend. I am so excited to be here also. Oh, this is so great. So I, I know before I was hitting record, I was taking notes of just like where you were at when you first reached out to me. And it's so wild to think about that journey because I remember our initial phone call and you were, I was asking you questions and I could just tell how thoughtful you were in your responses. And I was like, oh my gosh, if I have an opportunity to work with, Sierra, she's going to grow so much because you just weren't asking yourself these questions. And so when I was asking them to you, you were just so intentional about how you responded to them. And then fast forward to where we are to now, where we are today. It's like you become a totally different, I don't want to say different person, but just a more evolved person. And I think it's because of this thoughtfulness that you have when you respond to questions.
1: Yeah. It's funny. I remember very vividly that first call also it was like core memory locked in when i talked to you because you asked so many questions that i had just never thought of when i was uh, reaching out to you and seeing that you were a life coach what my idea of what that was and what i thought that i wanted to get out of it was so different than what it actually was that when you were asking these questions it like oh I have to think about these things. I'm not just going to call somebody to give me all the answers, you know, that's not, that's not what this is. It's not outside myself. It's a lot to do with me.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you brought that up because I think that is a common misconception when people hear the term life coach, that you go to someone and they're going to give you all the answers to life. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about where you were at. Like what prompted you to reach out to me? um, And what were you looking to get out of coaching?
1: So I was at a spot um, in my career where I had recently found out that uh, men on my team were getting paid more than I was. I was the only woman on my team. And I was in a really frustrated spot. I felt very victimized. I um, was in a really lack place in my life. And um, when I initially reached out to you, it was almost more surface level than what I really got into. I was wanting to further my career, find out how to increase my income. I had seen someone else, another woman in business um, that I really respected in the community post about you, tag you. So I found you on Instagram and I was like, oh, if this woman is very successful in her business, maybe this other person can help me out. And that's really what I was, was looking for. It was kind of like, career advice and guidance in that way. Um, And again, like I just said, like kind of looking outside myself for that and not realizing that the work all
0: starts from within. Mm, Oh my gosh. That is, I mean, it's such a relatable part, like start to a journey is we're we're constantly looking outside of ourselves for the answer. And then finally, when you are given the opportunity and the space to go inward, that's where you actually find the answer. So tell me, did you have any hesitations prior to signing up for coaching? Because you have done all of my programs. You've done (laughs) one-on-one you've been a part of my group programs. Like you have been a part of so many different evolutions of my business. So obviously the return is there, but what were you hesitant about before signing up?
1: I think, I mean, the one thing I would have been hesitant about was just the actual cost. And, um, I had never invested in myself in that way before. Um, But I think when we initially started, it was like three months. I was like, okay, I'll just do it for this amount of time. I'll see what it's about. And I think it was after our, just that first call where you were asking me those questions, kind of all of my hesitations went out the window (laughs) because I realized like there is a whole other side of life that I'm like not even aware of right now. Um, So that was like a little hesitation of mine, but once, um, we started to dig into the initial conversation. I really didn't have any, I was full steam ahead.
0: Yeah, and I think that's the common thing that comes up for most people is the cost, most likely because they've never invested in themselves in that way. I mean, I know that was my experience. So what was it about the conversation that made those hesitations go away?
1: I think it was, I I had compared it also to, how I invested in myself kind of going to my first like really great gym, mm-hmm. like um, a few years before. And I remember it was like a hundred dollars a month or something like that, more than I'd ever spent on a gym. And a friend of mine went and I thought I can't afford that. That's not for me. Mm-hmm. And then when I actually, I tried it out, I went to a class and I just really wanted to do that. I wanted to achieve those results and I felt the energy in that community and realized that if I actually made a higher investment like that, i showed up a Mm. lot more. Mm. So I compared, you know, that physical experience to the same experience with my mind. I knew that if I can make this investment, I'm going to show up Mm -hmm. for myself. And, um, I did, (laughs) you know, there's no missing out on the calls and things like that because it was enough to hold me accountable.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm. So good. Yeah, it's like that example of not just talking about it, but really like embodying it. Cause it's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, you can you can intellectualize so much of the work and it can get you so far, but it isn't until you actually like really get skin in the game and show up Mm -hmm. for yourself in that way, do you get the results that you want? Yeah. So, you know, you you came for a career advancement, you came (laughs) for, you know, there were certain things that you were looking for. Then you it kind of unlocked this whole different side of yourself that you It's always been there, but maybe you were ignoring for some time. So paint a picture about where you were at prior to coaching, getting into kind of, you know, the surface, but what was actually going on?
1: Yeah. um, I also vividly remember our first meeting in person um, after that initial phone call. And we met at a coffee shop and sat down and you just were asking me a couple of questions, getting to know me. And you asked what I love about myself. And it seemed, seems now like such a simple question, but I had no idea what to say. I couldn't say one thing that I loved about myself. And that really opened my eyes to how I thought about myself and like really where the work needed to start. Mm -hmm. Um, and it just, it's funny. I think back and I can remember it so vividly. Like I can feel myself sitting there,
0: mm-hmm. but I
1: also feel like almost a different person now. Mm-hmm. Like I, I love her and care for her and I can still see her, but that's just not me anymore.
0: Yeah. Oh, so good. That is. I think about how empowering that is to go. How many years ago is that? Almost four years ago? Yeah. Four yeah, years 2019. And you stayed consistent Mm -hmm. and committed to doing the work. And now this is where you are in 2023. Yeah. So, you know, you, you couldn't really answer that question back then. Now you can answer that question. So tell me where you are now in comparison to where you started.
1: I now have a very, strong connection with my self-love uh it's still a work in progress but i've recognized that that's where everything starts um and one of the reasons also that i had initially reached out to you underneath the the career advice was that i had a young child when i just had my first son Mm -hmm. and i could see those things within myself those um those thoughts and feelings that weren't loving on myself. And I knew that I wanted to show something different Mm -hmm. for my children. Mm -hmm. And I had a moment, like an unlocked moment where I realized I fully love myself. Like I, it was in a specific moment where it came to me. Um, and It changed the way, not only how I see and treat myself, but everyone Mm. else in my life. I can have so much more compassion for other humans that I don't get along with, that I may disagree with, that I see that are maybe in a more difficult place. Um, And it's just, it's changed my relationship completely with myself, but also Mm. just everyone that I interact with. Oof.
0: So good. I think what, you know, you're describing is when it goes from you thinking about it, right? You're being Mm -hmm. intentional about your thoughts, but that unlocking moment is when you actually feel it in your body. And I think the common misconception with, you know, doing the work quote unquote, is that you think positive thoughts, you think intentional thoughts, and you feel it in your body. And it just doesn't work like that. You have to be relentless on working on it and doing that internal work to have that unlocking moment. And then once you have that unlocking moment, which to me is an embodiment, you can never take that away. You have Mm -hmm. access to that all the time, but it is that constant reminder that you have to stay consistent with doing the work. So I'm curious for you, like what has helped you remain consistent with doing this work?
1: Um, You know, for me, I think it's coming back to moments like that one Mm -hmm. um, where I know that there is so much more possible than I even know right now for myself. Um, I didn't think, I mean, when you asked me that question about what I love about myself, that's when I kind of realized there was something going on, but I didn't know that there would be this big, big, moment that would really change the way I live the rest of my life Mm -hmm. so when I'm having a hard day I mean I know that's part of it too it's not just every day is feeling happy that's not the goal (laughs) either Mm -hmm. um but it's staying consistent with the practices where I really see things that fully have transformed my life and knowing how much better my life experiences for that and how much better that is for my family and my Mm -hmm. children Mm -hmm. to just really prioritize that Mm -hmm. and know that that's that's really number one Mm -hmm. for me in my life is Mm -hmm. taking care of my mind and
0: um, myself first Mm -hmm. yeah like what a shift that is because a couple years ago that wasn't even an idea or a thought that you had. Right. So I think, you know, when you start doing this work, it's so intangible and then it turns into tangible. So I'm curious about what kind of tangible results that you've gotten since you have focused on the intangible, which the intangibles are your thoughts, your beliefs and how you feel and how you process emotion- emotions in your body.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I have a couple of really big ones. Uh, My home was created from the work that I did on myself and my mind. Um, It's never, it wasn't even really something that I thought was achievable in five years (laughs) to, to be able to move into like our dream forever home. And we had a very clear vision of what we wanted. And it was during COVID 2020 <laughs> there was nothing to do except drive around on the weekends with our son in the back seat and look at neighborhoods and we found the neighborhood we found the house and against what seemed like all odds it just like became ours the the money materialized the um sellers didn't take any other offers they didn't make it go to a bid war it just was almost given to us <laughs> i mean we did the work for sure right. but. It just was created in a way that felt so good and so aligned. And I don't even think I would have been looking for it if I had not been doing the work. I would have thought, oh, I don't deserve that. I can't do that. My mindset around it would have been so different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And my other one is my job that I have now. It was also just something that I had thought of in the past of, oh yeah, that would be great. If that position existed at that sort of company, but it didn't. And then someone reached out to me through LinkedIn and, um, presented an offer for a position that was just so perfectly fit for me. And I didn't even know existed before. It was something newer and, uh, it was just kind of there. And again, like it didn't just come out of nowhere. I had been putting the work into myself and presenting myself in a way and putting myself out there more to get myself recognized when a position that was a good fit for me
0: became available. Mm. So good. So it's funny because the, what you came for which was the career advancement that ended up happening But that wasn't your focus. The focus was internal work, the thoughts that you have, the beliefs that you have, how you speak to yourself, how you speak about money, how you speak about time, all of those things that were blocking you. Once you start clearing that up, it does almost feel effortless, even though you know that a lot of effort goes into it. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's so God, I just love it so much. So, you know, what were some of, cause you know, this work is not about not having challenges. It's not about not having adversity. That's just a part of being a human being. Right. Mm-hmm. And it teaches you how to be an emotionally resilient human being to overcome those challenges. So I'm curious about what challenges that you've experienced and how you had used this work to overcome them.
1: Oh yeah. Um, I would say that one of the greatest experiences I had with applying this work and managing my thoughts and my mind in real time was the birth of my second son. Mm-hmm. Um so my first child I had before doing this work and it was an emergency C section. Um I experienced some trauma related to that afterwards that I had worked through um with you and going into My second birth was a scheduled C-section. I felt mentally prepared, but there are always things like pop up or thoughts that can come up out of seemingly nowhere (laughs) that can kind of like sideswipe you sometimes like, oh, I, and I I was able to deal with that in real time. So I was in the hospital and, um, a needle prick kind of hurt and it just, I don't know, it triggered me in a way that took me back to that first experience and I was spiraling. I was starting to have an anxiety attack. I couldn't breathe. And I I had the wherewithal within me to just tell everybody I needed a minute. I needed everybody to get out of the room. I needed quiet for just a couple of minutes to um, really focus on my thoughts, what I was thinking, and what needed to shift. And... I realized that I was just thinking, I'm so scared. I'm so scared. I'm not ready. I can't. And you know, birth, there's no stopping it. It's come, it's happening. So, Mm -hmm. um, I just shifted that to I'm ready. And it's just a little, the way I was talking to myself, the internal thought where I was like, no, I'm ready for this. And my experience from that moment forward was just so positive. And I was able to be so present, Mm -hmm. um, And then after the surgery was done, there's a lot of people in the operating room and everything. I was kind of thanking the nurse and the anesthesiologist, people that were in there. And I was just like, thank you for making this such a great experience for me. And one of them told me that they vibe a lot off of the patient. And they said that my energy made it positive for them to Mm -hmm. do their job. And they felt that. And I didn't even think about that. You know, I think they're just doing their job, doing whatever. And so I was able to create that environment for myself and for others around me and just have the positive experience that I hoped for in that time.
0: Mm. Oh my gosh, that is so beautiful and such a good example of how powerful It is when we have that awareness of what's going on in our mind and how it affects our body. And then that vibrational exchange with the people around you, wild.
1: Yeah. This
0: is so good. So good. Okay. So you, you know, you have created this beautiful life for yourself and you're just getting started. So what's the next thing that you're working on that you have utilized this work to help you um, achieve?
1: So Right now, what I'm working on is the launch of my business, Green Up Living, and it is a clean and green consulting business for busy moms to help clean out their pantry, clean up their skincare, clean up you know their child's products, anything that people are looking to create a non-toxic environment for their family without feeling stressed, overwhelmed, um... That is what I'm working on. It's, I announced it already, but I will take, be taking clients uh, starting in August because I just had my third baby. So <laughs> giving myself a little Even time to 30. nurture the home. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so baby bad. boy number three. So um, that's what I'm working on now. And it's just unbelievable for me to sometimes recognize this position that I'm into. One, put myself out there in that way um, and feel really confident about, what I know I can provide uh, to others as far as my um, value. And also just knowing that I used to say all the time that I would never want to own my own business. I would never want to be a boss. I would never want that responsibility. I really identified with that before. And uh, I've had almost like an awakening that that's not what I'm meant for. Like what I am meant for is to help people and to lead, and I was in a place before where I was so afraid of that, and now it just feels exciting for me and um, like very aligned.
0: Mm, so good. I just think it's so crazy to think about, you know, what you co- what you start coaching with and what you you know what you create in the process. It's mm-hmm. just so beautiful to yeah. watch that unfold because my job as a coach is to help you connect with those parts of yourself. Like I don't have the answers for you. Mm-hmm. You have the answers for you, but I get to hold that space for you to discover it because it can be really scary because we have been sold a lie of how we're supposed to, to live this in this world. And so when we start to go against that, it feels really uncomfortable and especially for our brain. Um, so we need that space to have someone to hold that mirror up, reflect how powerful and how we're meant to create in this world and and remind them of that every single day, every single time that you meet. Um, and it's just been so cool to get to do that for you.
1: And it's, yeah, and it's funny because going back to that initial like reason for reaching out, that lesser salary that I was making, I now look at that and I'm so grateful for it. Like I would have paid that net difference to have this experience, mm-hmm. to have shifted my mindset and put me on like a completely different trajectory yeah. for my life, and I think for my family's life, yeah, for my children, and from from there on,
0: powerful the and lessons that I to come. And, mm-hmm. Oh, so good! It's like you know what's crazy to think about is we are going to be ancestors
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: yeah for for other people right and like to be able to be that person that kind of changed the trajectory of things broke the cycle of what you experienced when you were growing up and completely shift how you do things how you show up for yourself how you show up for your family and ultimately now how you show up for a community that's incredible like you have and
1: that. once you're there you can't unsee
0: it once yeah. your
1: mindset is shifted in that way yeah yeah I can't go back.
0: No, there's no going back. It's only yeah. moving forward. It's only being yeah. present and, and moving forward. Because anytime you look in the rearview mirror, it throws you off track. It makes you feel small. It makes you feel incapable. So you only look forward now. Yeah. So what were kind of, what were some of the thoughts before we wrap up? What kind of thoughts did, cause you always like, you came to every call. Like you really did the work. You were not passive in it. You showed up, you got, you got coached. You even got coached when you had nothing to get coached on. Like you were always, you've always been such an active participant. And that is the exact reason why you have the results that you have. Um, so what were some of the thoughts that you had that really got you here and that you practice regularly?
1: I love myself. Mm. That's, that's the biggest one. Mm -hmm. Self-love is really the biggest part that has come out of it for me. Um, I'm worthy. Mm. And I really recently had a very uh, big focus on my peace. Mm. That's really my goal is feeling peace and, knowing that nothing is worth my peace. You know, d- not every day is going to be then, you know, things are going to go up and down, but prioritizing my mental health, my self-care. I just know what a difference that makes in my life. And um, nothing is worth more than that
0: to me. Mm-hmm. So good. So good. So before we wrap up, is there anything else that you want to share about your journey, your experience, what's helped you get the results that you've uh, achieved? Anything else?
1: One last thing that I would like to share is that the biggest lesson that I also remind myself of every day is that it's not about perfection. It's not about a destination. Uh, Sometimes I would have the thought that You know, I've been doing this work for a while now. Why am I still feeling this way? Why am I still having days that are so hard? Why, you know, I thought I was over this. I thought I healed this part of me and realizing that it's just part of the human experience. Uh, And (laughs) that's what it is. It's going to be a half positive, half negative. Some stuff isn't going to feel so good. And being able to feel the gratitude for being a human being who's alive, that has feelings,
0: mm-hmm. and knowing
1: that because I have a hard day, it's not because I failed. It's not because I'm not doing the work the right way or not like the, that sort of thing, That that's just part of being a human. And then remembering that out of those difficult experiences is how I can get such beautiful mm-hmm. results or other things in my life at a later point. Um mm-hmm. It's just been such a game-changer for me to not- wallow in those points for too long to experience them be as present as I can be and know that um everything doesn't last forever <laughs> so the good times don't last forever the bad times don't last forever um it's just part of the human experience of being a human being
0: <laughs> oh my god's here as a coach those are like magical words to hear come out of my client's mouth because recognizing that and letting go of the idea of perfectness and being like, Oh, I have to be a hundred percent like this all the time being like, no, I'm a human and I'm going to have human moments, but I'm learning the skill to bounce back and be resilient in those times. And that is what this work is all about. And that's why you're getting the results that you're getting. So beautiful. Oh, so much fun. Thank you for a saying yes To yourself yes to this work you have so much value that you share not only um in the coaching container but in the world i mean in our group coaching you always had such value whether that was you getting coached or insight or empathizing with an experience that someone else is going through i always know when you show up like something good is going to happen so thank you for taking a chance on yourself and being an example of what's possible giving you the space to do that always always and forever my friend to the next level <laughs> yes.